Hello, my name is Brad Cathy, and welcome to Design and Behavior, discussions that will take a closer look at the purpose of design, which, I believe, is ultimately to change behavior. This podcast is brought to you by Highgate Creative, with over 30 years of helping clients change behavior. Take a look at our website, highgate-creative.com. Over the next several podcasts, we're going to be talking about branding. I know a lot has been said about it, but I'm hoping I can bring something new to the discussion. So hang in there with me and we'll go on a little journey that I hope will bring a fresh perspective to your understanding of branding. Hello, this is Brad, and welcome back. This is podcast number six, and we are talking about branding. We're going to be looking at the fourth attribute of a brand strategy, but I thought it would be good to go back and review. We first talked about brand identity, and this is what people see. Then we talked about message. This is what people hear or what you want them to hear. Even better, what you want them to be saying about you. Then we talked about exposure, getting the word out, and then creating great encounters with your brand. Today we're going to talk about execution. And what I mean by that is how well or poorly the brand or the product or the service or even the experience is delivered, at least in the mind of the consumer. Perception is reality. If we go back and look at our equation of brand equals awareness plus meaning, execution falls heavily on the meaning side of things. And I say this because, and I've mentioned this to you before, we are living in a post-trust era. People just don't believe the hype. Talk is cheap. People aren't going to be receptive to We're the biggest, we're the best, we've been around the longest, less filling, more flavor. Brands need to walk the talk. People have expectations. All the marketing in the world won't sell a bad product or a bad service. And it doesn't take much to change the customer's opinion. There's a great line from Pride and Prejudice where Darcy says, Once my good opinion is lost, It is lost forever. But true in branding, nothing spreads faster than stories about a bad experience. I remember earlier in the year, there was a recording that went viral. And it was a customer service rep basically badgering a subscriber who was trying to cancel their service. And they kept them on the phone for hours. This became the stuff of legends. And it didn't do anything to help the already bad impression we all have of the Comcast brand. Slightly different story. Back in the late 80s, early 90s, there was a product that every graphic designer used called Quark Express. It was a desktop publishing program. They had over 95% market share. But they got cocky. They stopped listening to the customer. 
they became arrogant, and the customers became frustrated. So then Adobe comes along with a brand new product, still a little shaky, called InDesign, but it had some of the features that we had been asking for of Quark for years. Well, there was this mass exodus from Quark to InDesign. And now Quark is down to about a 20% market share. And I don't know anybody who even uses it. Everybody I know is using InDesign. I was recently reading a story about the young CEO and founder of Dropbox, the online storage application, who daily reminds himself of the vital importance of executing well and constantly innovating because he knows that someone could come along and knock him off in no time. They have to stay at the top of their game. They have to be the best option open to the consumer, and it is ongoing. And you know, I have to be careful because I've lost customers myself. My mentor once told me, always lose a customer over money. Don't lose them because you've given bad service. You need to be vigilant about what you are offering. And it doesn't have to be anything big. It could be something very small, something that just makes you smile. Recently, I had a stress test at the local hospital. I got a call the day before the test telling me where to go, where to park, what to wear. When I arrived, there was no waiting. I was ushered right into the room. I was treated very well. And then what really amazed me, a couple of days later, I got a card signed by everybody that was in the room. Now, I know on Mondays they might all sit down and sign a hundred cards, but the point was not lost on me. A few more examples. Everybody knows how frustrating it is trying to get tech support these days. Well, I needed tech support the other day for PayPal. Big company, right? I went to their website, went to the support page. There was a phone number. They answered it. They were very helpful. Something a little different. Anybody who's owned an Apple product knows how exciting it is to open it. They've put a lot of effort into the packaging, into the experience of just taking the product out of the box. In fact, you can go to YouTube and watch videos of people unboxing their Apple products. Now that's branding. Think of some of the other brands that really excel. Just off the top of my head, I'm thinking Chipotle, uh, Amazon, Starbucks, Target, Southwest, Google, and of course, Apple. Now let's get practical. What are some of the barriers of executing with excellence? Well, no one starts a company with the goal of not delivering anything but the best product or service. But along the way, stuff happens. And it's usually people that happen. No one is perfect. Everybody has different emotions, motivations, personalities. All you need is a customer service rep to have a fight with their spouse before they come to work. And who knows what kind of service they're going to deliver that day. In their defense, it's not always their fault. Poor execution can be 
intentional. In other words, there can be policies or a lack of policies that allow it, that don't help them know how to react or what is expected of them. So on a practical level, one of the things you can do is make sure that you have very systematic policies and procedures in place so that they know what to do when they get that call. It could be little things like how important it is to return an email or how to answer the phone in a way that shows you care or how to do your job on the assembly line. Of course, you can also offer rewards, promotions, affirmation, encouragement, maybe even a simple thank you. And I was thinking as a consumer, as a consumer of the brand, we can play a part. We can be grateful. We can be appreciative. As I was getting off the phone with the PayPal customer service rep, he asked me if there was anything else he could help me with. And I said, yes, you can accept my appreciation for taking my call and solving my problem. So I'm sure that the next call he took, he was stellar. The point is that delivering or executing with excellence is an ongoing process. You can never let up. Tune in next time when we talk about purpose and culture. Both of these can go a long way in helping you deliver with excellence and find out how in podcast number seven. Thanks for listening. Go out there and perform with excellence.